Welcome to How to Rock the Stage Show, a show committed to equipping you to hone your media skills better to stand out from the crowd as a go-to expert in your field. Each week, Rich Bontrager interviews top leaders, influencers, authors, speakers, podcasters, and media professionals about how to leverage media best to help you shine brighter on camera and stage as a go-to expert. Now, here's your host, The Trigger, Rich Bontrager. Well, 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 welcome, welcome, welcome to another night of How to Rock the Stage. Good to have you back. It's Wednesday, and that means we are streaming live on multiple channels right now once again to help you shine on camera and shine on stage and do it as a go-to expert. Now, more and more people have written books during the pandemic. It's amazing how many people said, I'm finally going to do it. I'm stuck at home. I have nothing better to do. And being an author is not easy. Taking something you have in your head, whether it's passion, whether it's uh, just a story, whether it's uh, something original, it's not easy to create that and bring it to life. We have a great conversation coming up tonight. We are going to be talking about how to not only be an author, but how to leverage media as an author. Again, all the worlds are colliding. Everyone's coming together more and more, and you have to use media in everything you do. We're going to bridge the gaps and do that tonight. Also, just want to remind you that how to Rock the Stage is sponsored by the National Speakers Association. The NSA, the National Speakers Association, helps speakers, authors, influencers to learn media skills, speaking skills, to help them shine on that stage brighter and brighter. If you want to learn more about the National Speakers Association, reach out and let me know. But tonight we do have an expert coming on here, and Christina. Christina Kay is the CEO of Book Boss Academy, the company that helps aspiring authors tell their stories and create a profitable publishing business. So, Christina, welcome to the virtual stage. You're live. Hi, Rich. <laughs> How are you? I'm doing great. It's a beautiful <laughs> sunny day, and you are where again? You're, you're somewhere in the, kind of in the south, right? Uh, well, we're technically in the South. I'm in the horse capital of the world. I'm in Kentucky. Beautiful down there. The run yeah. for the roses, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, that takes place in Louisville. I'm just outside of Louisville, so it's pretty close. Beautiful place. Well, thanks for being with us tonight. And again, give us a little history of just how did you get in the author space? Because everyone dreams of writing a book. But how did you actually live the dream and do it? Well, funny enough, it wasn't my dream. I did not grow up like most, I didn't need. wait till you hear what my dream was. I did not grow up. I want to write. I want to be an author. I never thought of it. I now enjoyed creative writing. I wrote in a journal and I did stories, but I was headed to Broadway. Darn it. That was my dream. And I pursued it and I did okay for a while, but then I got married and had kids. And so long story short, I had a regular career, went to college, did the whole adult thing. And then I started writing when I was about, I guess I would have been 30 at the time. So I started late in life and I failed utterly in the beginning. I fell flat on my face. I was humiliated, embarrassed. I made all the mistakes. I did everything wrong. And then um, they, I kind of figured out a method, which we'll talk about in a minute. I found out a way that did work for me. And then the next book that I wrote, it became a, it got me a, a, a excuse me, it got me an agent and a publishing deal, and the rest is history. So Wow. Boom, boom, boom. See, Pretty it's nice. possible, everybody. It, 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 it can be done. Um, you thought 30-ish was late. I'm 
heading towards 60 here and I'm finally doing my first one. So, <laughs> but, yeah, but I, it, it, yeah, there's a lot of people, you know why there are a lot of people who are in their fifties or sixties who are retirement age. And then now it's time that they could focus on their book. So it is common actually. Well, and again, I've had books, I've wanted to do it, but there's also a fear factor. Yeah. I don't know what to do, how to do this. I'm not the greatest writer so in the world common. because I talk all the time. I don't write. I talk. So, but we're going to get deeper into that, but we also going to talk about the media arm of how to be a publisher influencer and bring it all together. Now, yep. interesting though, that TikTok now is becoming not just for the dancing and the party and the fun stuff. TikTok is emerging as a business center, influence center. Where does the author space fit into that? It's, it kind of falls under book talk. So author talk is what they call it. Author talk is a kind of a subdivision of book talk. Uh, they go hand in hand, but um, it's, it's growing. It's, it's getting a little bit bigger now. You'll see a lot more authors trying to, but here's the problem. Authors are still trying to figure out how to use that app and they're not all figuring it out the right way. So there are very few who are doing it and doing it well and doing it right. Most authors are, are not there yet. So we're still figuring it out a little bit. So let's talk about that because that's a great launching pad for people, but it is ever changing. It's still mm -hmm. new and fresh. So what are you learning? What, what can you give us those inside tips here to help those thinking about, Ooh, TikTok? Yeah. I have some, I have an insider. So <laughs> I have an insider. So I actually have some really good stuff. So the first do you want to know more from the perspective of what an author should do? Yeah. Let's okay. talk about author, TikTok. How yeah. do you make it there? How do you, how do you really break through there? So the first thing is you have to stay on top of the algorithms. You've got to always be learning. I'd say once every week or so you want to check, just Google even like what's the newest trends on TikTok or, you know, because they do shift every two or three weeks. The algorithm does. That's the first thing. Uh, the second thing is, you have to have a plan. And unfortunately, you do have to post a lot on that platform. You yes. can't get away with once a week or even once a day. <laughs> so that's another thing is you got to you got to be consistent. You've got to post a lot of content. It's not all going to hit. In fact, the way their algorithm is set up, you're, a lot of it is not going to hit. They're going to wait. It's going to hit one of these days. They're, they want you know, chasing that rabbit, right? But uh, the third piece, the third tip I would tell you is where a lot of authors are going wrong is they don't have the right content that they're putting out there. Right. They're talking to each other. So like they'll get on there. I see it every day. Hey, fellow authors. So I got a bad review today. It was so embarrassing. Really? Mm -hmm. That's so they're sharing, they're, they're, they're griping about the bad press mm -hmm. instead of, either helping people, sharing their content, well, sharing their expertise, but they're doing kind of, wow. A lot of it, yeah. I'd say 50% of it, they're they're commiserating is what I would say. But it's griping, but they think they're commiserating with their fellow authors. The other part of it is even when they're supporting, I mean, some of it is supporting, like, hey, fellow authors, let's follow each other. And that's that's great. But here's the thing. Authors are not your, follow, are not your target audience. I no. mean, yes, we read books. But that's not your target audience. You're not creating content that's targeted to, say, readers of dark fantasy or readers of romantic suspense or whatever. That's your target audience. That's the kind of content you need to be creating and putting out there rather than, hey, fellow authors, let's do the follow train. That's not going to get you your readers. <laughs> 
Christina Kay is with us tonight, the book boss and the book boss Academy. We're talking about books and media, how it all comes together. By the way, if you have questions tonight, drop them in the chat. We'll bring them right up on the screen here and bring you into the conversation. Um, so they're not aiming for the right target, you say. So perspective authors, authors that may have launched and failed, uh, children, what's, what's the best way to kind of hit that niche and find your right target for an author leveraging media? The very, the very first thing that you have to do is identify the genre that you want to be writing in because genre has so much to do with, for authors anyway, it has everything to do with our brand, our marketing, the books we write, because for every genre, let's say I'm going to write, let's stick with fantasy. So I'm going to write a fantasy novel. That readership has completely different, not just demographics, not just preferences and likes and dislikes. They have different expectations as far as what's going to be in the book, what storylines, what tropes, whatever. So that is the most, that's the hugest step. The biggest step you got to take first is get to know what genre am I writing in and learn everything about it. So do you stay in your lane forever or or is it okay to jump genres and experiment or is it better to stay in that lane and become as that author space? I love this question because a lot of authors don't like my answer. Actually, I, I don't, I live in a kind of a gray world. A lot of experts are black or white, black or white, this or that. I don't think that's true. I do think you could eventually maybe try your hand in a different genre, but I would give it a good year or two and work on one solid brand. You need to think before you launch your first book, where do you want to be at least for a couple years? Because if here's the reason you don't want to put out a fantasy and then a romance and then a horror this is why. Let's say Stephen King, he's been putting out, Chris, he, he put out Christine, Cujo, all these books, Carrie. And then what if like his fifth or sixth book, they were eagerly awaiting it and they were so anxious. And then he releases a Nicholas Sparks style romance. His readership would have picketed. They would have just boycotted and it would be bad. So that's why you do at least for a period of time until your brand is established and you, you know, Got everything built up, then you could toy around with different brands. I would, I would love in the red of romance. Can you imagine that? <laughs> yes, I can. I can see you being a romantic. At first, I was like, well, no, but yes, I could. Um, so l- let's continue on because it is about the brand, the presence. Mm-hmm. I coach that it's a big part of everything now, is that you are the brand, not your book, not your Twitter, not whatever it is. With authors, and again, I've worked with so many authors, they really struggle with the idea of being the brand, being the persona, because they want it all to be about the book. That's part of it. You want to know what the other half of it is? Yeah, please. One half of that equation is that authors by nature, we're introverted and shy. And we are used to for the like, what, not just decades, but centuries have been behind the computer screen. And so now when we're sitting here, we're telling authors who are notoriously used to being behind their computer screen and just stuck in their little nook writing all day. Now we're telling them you can't do that anymore. You got to put your face forward and you got to be not not dancing, but you got to be putting your face out there at least sometimes. That's part of it. So coming in from the live audience, thank you very much for playing along here tonight. We have a comment about kind of tying in what you're saying, but they use pen names. Yeah. They want to be out there, but they don't want to be out there. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw that. And, and, and Carolyn is so right about that because it, it, you could have different brands under different pen names, but she's so right. It's a lot of work. Think about all the work you're going to put into the first brand that you launch. 
as an author and then doing it for three or four different genres it would be so difficult authors are the wizard of oz of the wizard of <laughs> oh, yeah, that's behind the veil. That. <laughs> so and i like king romance talk about a mic drop yeah yeah i mean really that would be very i mean I thought The Shining was kind of a romance. No. Um, oh, 112263 had a really kind of romantic subplot to it. <laughs> Great so, book. So what would you recommend for them to build that presence? I mean, the pen name idea does work. Um, I, I coach people on this presence of brand, but what would you, as the book boss, recommend? So there's a few steps. The first is you have to have, we already talked about, you got to have the brand, right? After you've built the brand and you know your identity as an author, then the next step is you've got to build that online presence. You've got to have at least a basic, but pretty, I mean, it needs to look nice, basic four-page website. You've got to have a, at least the basics of an email marketing campaign set up. You've got to have a social media campaign on at least a couple platforms set up. And then the last piece of the puzzle is, and I teach my, all my coaching clients every step of all of this. The last piece of the puzzle is publicity. You got to be pitching yourself to podcasts like this and uh, blogs, TV, radio, whatever, to get more. That can 10x your exposure and visibility for your book. Totally agree with you. And I, again, I, I like you said, like four pages on your website. Very important to have not just a quick overview because authors often are known for their landing pages to push the book out, to push the book out. Mm -hmm. But again, if you're going to be an influencer, if you're going to be that go-to expert, they want to get to know you. Mm -hmm. And that's not a landing page. There's right. more to that than just a simple landing page, correct? Right. I mean, you, can, you could do a landing page. Like you said, it's what I think is you need to think about everything. Listen, this is an across the board piece of advice for authors. We're going to drop this right now. Everything you do, every decision that you make forever and ever and your career as an author, you have to think first before you make it, what would I do or feel or think if I were the reader in this situation? So to answer that question, which would I enjoy as a reader more if I stumbled upon a little short landing page that just pimped the book and that was that? Or would I rally, really get interested in a really nice, well-built, basic, but pretty website that has a good lead magnet and a pop-up form and some really engaging content? That would get me more as far as well. My and most authors have a great lead magnet because they have an ebook. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, that's one way. There's yeah. so many ways you could do lead magnets for all. And the funny thing is, Rich, if you ask any author who knows they need a lead magnet for their marketing campaign, I would say 80% of them are going to say, I have no, how do you do, what lead magnet could we use? I've got the ideas. I've got all the ideas. <laughs> so yeah. let's talk about some of that media again, because media is currency now. Mm -hmm. Media really is the, the the engine, the currency that really gets things rolling here. And again, working with many authors, I love them. I do book launch parties. I hang out with them all the time. But they miss the power of media mm -hmm. as a tool to yes. get more sales, to amplify themselves. They don't yep. quite understand the value of a good video, uh, of a good testimonial, and those things. Help us out here. What would you recommend? Part of that is it's we're steeped in the tradition, like I said, of being introverted and kind of just as authors by nature, what we do is we sit in a room and we write. We don't really, we're socially isolated. So it's a big leap for us. So how do we get 
over that late? Well, part of it is the practice makes perfect old mantra. You've got to just, you don't have to do it in front of people. Go in your office, shut the door and turn your light on, put your camera up and try it. You know, take pictures of yourself with a camera on a tripod, see how it looks. Just practice it for a while and it's going to feel goofy, but it gives you that eventually it won't feel as foreign and it won't feel as weird because you've practiced it a little bit. Well, and the good thing about practicing is I used to stand up in front of a mirror. I would stand up in front of a mirror, do my stage performance, my keynote, and you have to look and now you can record yourself, reevaluate it, and then delete it. No one yeah. will ever see it yeah. until you get it the way you want. Another comment coming in from the chat we see here. Again, going back to the whole lead funnel thing. Mm-hmm. Yes, she's so right. Can I, can I address her point real quick? Yeah, please. So um, she's talking about funnels and we can do funnels as authors. And there, this whole, here's my book thing that kind of, I'm going to segue a little bit to social media from that, because that is the biggest mistake that I say that authors always make when it comes, well, not just social media, but uh, marketing in general is you see it in Facebook groups, you see it on their feeds and Instagram, YouTube. Basically, all the authors are doing is they're holding up their book or a picture of their book. Buy my book. Buy my book. My book's on sale. Pre-order my book. Who are you? That's what the readers are thinking. And that's where your your landing page, your website, need to talk about your your dogs, your cat, your adventures, your you, your your family. Your I mean, you, they they want to know the three sixty, not just the book cover, dust cover. Yep. And here's another thing to think about. You know, it, you know, this being in media, there's the whole no like and trust factor. Yes. Well, that now applies to authors where it didn't three years ago. It didn't apply. We didn't have to know like and trust Stephen King or Margaret Atwood because, you know, whatever, they were already out there. But now three years later, when we have to be media present, we have to readers want to see us. They want to get to know us. They want to know whether we eat cereal in the morning or coffee or tea or what they actually do want to know that. And once they feel comfortable seeing us and they like our content and they're drawn in by that 10 times more likely to buy your book. One of our fans here tonight, streaming along, listening, realizes you're on my email list or they're, they're <laughs> on your email list. So small world. That's what yeah. we do. I recognized her name. I wasn't going to say that, but I recognized her name. So. <laughs> so one of the media tools that I've leveraged with is the book launch party, the, the in-person, the virtual, the hybrid. Some authors really love the idea, but they, again, they want to talk about the book. Yeah. I also want to talk about them, but it's a great tool. They have a media asset. Now it's a fun interview. It's a lead magnet. Mm -hmm. What other things can you help them with? The, the to, Again, I've always got ideas, but I want to hear from the expert because you know what really works for authors. What really works to get content, response, feedback, followers, all that? Well, the biggest thing is going to be, like I said, avoiding the pimp my book uh, method, which, you know, because if you think about it, I always ask authors to think about this when they're thinking of what content to put out. Mm -hmm. Ask yourself if you have ever bought a book because you were in a Facebook group and you saw, buy my book, my book's on sale, books, books, it, you don't. So you, what you want to do, I have a secret. If you don't mind, I can take a minute to give it. I will give, so I'll drop some gold, some like golden secrets here. This is what I've never said outside of my coaching program before, but I'll tell you now. This is exactly how you draw in readers through social media as an mm -hmm. author. You want to start putting out content when you first start your author channel, or you could maybe you're revamping it. So let's say you're revamping it. So when you first start putting out your content and you need to put it out every day, 
don't talk about your book at all. Don't even mention your book for a good mm -hmm. week or two weeks at least. Talk about and put out content that your ideal reader avatar, your your readership, your target audience that they are interested in outside of your books and your writing. I'll give you an example. So I write crime and suspense books. What if I put out content for about a week that was just true crime stories of the South? That's all I do. Yep. Then week one or two, a couple weeks later, I'll start saying, you know what, guys, this today's crime story reminds me of this book I'm writing. I'm writing this book. Da, 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 da. Okay. And then just sprinkle over time, start adding mm -hmm. a little more mentions about your process, your writing. Here's the final point. Here's what will happen. Two weeks later, three weeks later, maybe when someone eventually says in your comments or in your DMs, you wrote a book. I didn't know you were, where can I find this book? What's it? That's when you know you hit pay dirt. Well, and I'll take another step. Yeah. Uh, I coach podcasters, TV streaming shows. Uh, podcasters are wanting to get on podcast shows, which is mm -hmm. great interview techniques. However, if they want to really use podcasting, create their own podcast show, talk with other authors, creators, but then every so often do a series, read one part of your book, mm -hmm. say, that's part of it. I'm doing a character development, explain how you do it, go to another chapter, talk, and then you read from the book, but then you also explain how you developed and what you did it. Mm -hmm. So you're teaching, educating, promoting the book, bringing the book them alive them all the time. Mm -hmm. Perfect. I love it. I, I concur. That's what the one thing, one of the things that is working on author talk right now is when people do like, uh, read your first line, your first page of your book, your current work in progress, whatever, that kind of stuff. So I would still stick to my strategy that I just gave you, which is mm -hmm. give it a week or two of completely non-book related content, then start sprinkling it. But once you get to where you're full on talking about your books, Yes. Like you said, have like Wednesdays, I'm going to read, maybe do like Wednesdays, I read you a page from my book. That's a great idea. I love that. Well, well, plus you turn that into video content or audio content, and mm -hmm. then you can get more followers, fans. It's a lead magnet again. You put that link in there, drive them to your book, drive them to your website. Repurposing. So you yeah. I agree. <laughs> That's amazing. It's a, it's a beautiful tip. It's, it's free. It's, it's, it's free and it's gold mic drop here tonight for you guys. Yes. So, <laughs> so we've talked about the media, but talked about some strategies specifically for TikTok. Let's get into the business because yeah. right now we're in recession. We're going deeper in a recession and it's getting tight in every industry right now. And authors, again, we just came out of pandemic. They're trying to get their books going again. Some failed to launch. Some never got into the press. Here we go again. Mm -hmm. What can you do to have a sustainable, profitable business? Okay. Is exactly what you just said. You just nailed it on the head. Is if you want to be a self-pub, well, any author, but specifically self-published authors, if you want to be successful, the very first thing you have to do, and I mean before you even start writing the book, is recognize that what you have on your hands is you have a small business. And you have to treat your authorship, your career as an author that you want to have like you would any other business. You got to learn everything you can about it. And most importantly, build a business plan. Authors need a business plan. So wait, creatives need a business plan? Mm -hmm. Now we do now. <laughs> Post-COVID in this world and the way self-publishing is working out. Yeah, it's, it, you don't need it, need it. As far as like, can you, there are plenty of authors who have been successful without it. But I, I will tell you that my clients who I help build an author business plan, 
they do fine. <laughs> they do really well. Because here's the thing, you've got to know, and too many authors, we dive in, we get so eager and excited about the process. We dive in and we don't spend time learning or developing or whatever. But if you put together a plan, even over just a day or two, and you know your financial projections, you know what you want to make in revenue, what you're going to spend per book, when you want to publish books, how many per year. Yeah. You need to put together a business plan. It can it can't hurt. It can only benefit you. Well, and within that business plan, then a new column is what are you going to do to leverage media? Because mm -hmm. now your media, like I said, is currency now. Yeah. So you want to use that new media empire mm -hmm. to help financially cover bank yep. your whole budget. You want to and put I would put them side by side. Yep. Yeah. You want to put one together. I mean, I'm actually building an author business plan template. I have not done with it yet, but it, I sell a bunch of workbooks and templates and tutorials in my Etsy shop. And this is the next one coming. But until then, until mine's ready, just look up how to do a normal business plan because it's not going to be much different. Like Rich said, you want to have your marketing plan, your publicity plan, your ad spend, if you're going to do any, your financial plan, all that, your goals, your all that. So I want to use, use that as an example here for a second. Again, Christina Kay, award-winning author, coach, book editor, podcast host, public speaker, founder of the Book Plus Academy. You have many different hats, mm -hmm. but you're an author at your heart. Mm -hmm. How yeah. long did it take you to get that empire and all those plates spinning to where you're confident in all those different spaces? Ten years. I want you to say that again. <laughs> 10 years. <laughs> so this does it not have 10 years to be successful or find some level of success as an author. That took about a year to maybe it, because I was once I, once I pivoted and did it the right way. Um, but to get to where I am now and could launch a business and be an expert or an authority in the, in the industry, 10 years. But that rounds off that whole thing of being the authority, being the expert. It adds mm -hmm. more gravitas and glue to everything you're yeah. doing. True. Great question coming in from Robin. I'm going to let you take this one because you are the expert again. What if Doesn't you're creating work a workbook to help your target audience get a job? Oh, so uh, like a nonfiction book. Yeah. What if you're creating a workbook as a lead magnet? I'm not sure exactly what Robin is asking. I hate to not be able to answer it, but Robin might be able to chime back in here. But yeah, yeah. Uh, clarify Robin and I'll, I'll happily answer that. You know, because lead magnets are, of course, important. But again, if it's a project they're already working on, but they have a me a lead magnet that tees the big project, mm -hmm. that's exactly what you, what you want to do. You mm -hmm. you want to do like the old caboose and the train, I think. You want to have this thing, mm -hmm. this thing linked together to the final mm -hmm. product. But you have to use your media, your 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 lead magnets, your PDFs, all that way now, don't you? Yep, exactly. And having them connect, like... Like it would make, for example, whenever I just recently launched my mini courses, my learning center. So when we put a funnel together to market that, my lead magnet for my marketing courses had to have something to do with leading them into that. It had to connect with it somehow. And that's no different even for fiction authors. Make sure that whatever lead magnet or any promo that you do, or marketing content, social media content, that it relates to the book you're writing and the genre that you're writing in. And then it connects, like Rich said, like a caboose. <laughs> Make them connect and link together. 
Here we go. Follow-up coming in right now. Hot off the press. <clears throat> okay, it's not a lean magnet. It's a 100-page book that has actual writing exercise. It will be sold separately. I still don't, just don't know what the actual question is. <laughs> what if? What if you're selling it? I, so I wish I could answer. It, I don't know. It's, it's a very technical book, so I think the idea of how do you lead magnet a technical book? Um, again, it's a unique genre. I know several people that work in that area. Yeah, and you, again, that goes back to target audience. Yeah. Who are you speaking to? What's the language? But if, if you know your right audience and you can stand out and provide a lead magnet like that to get to your finished journal, your book, you're way oh, ahead of the game. I know what he's asking now. Oh, I know what Robin's asking now. Okay. So is, I didn't know it was even about a lead magnet. So here's an idea. An idea just popped in my head, Robin. If that's what you mean. Oh, how do you promote it? So we didn't have it right. <laughs> it's not the lead magnet. He, that Robin wants to know how to promote it versus a fiction book. It's not much different. You still have to do like Rich just said, and you still got to know your target audience. You still got to put out content that relates to them that they would be interested in. That's going to grab their attention. Maybe, for example, Robin, if you said that it's about that you're teaching them how to do a job interview, maybe do an infographic. That is like some of the top five questions you must be prepared to answer in any interview and then give them the answers. There you go. There's a also, also, if there's a technical brief, if there's a news story, mm -hmm. this is very common on LinkedIn. You grab a news story and say, this relates to my industry. The, you mm -hmm. chime in with your own words and ideas that yeah. relates back to your book or your topic. Other people jump on that all day long. Yep. And oh, then you I build that connectivity as we talked about. The human connection now gets into it. And you're off to the races again. Yep. We've got a couple more questions. So, yeah, we got a very active group tonight. This is, it a is an active group. See, it's never too late. Yeah. It's never too yeah. late. I like that. So, as we come winding down, we got yeah. so much. It's 30 minutes. We, we jam it in. We keep it rocking here. We do want to uh, share out here. Uh, how can we find the book boss? That's the QR code right to the website. But tell us more about the book boss. Sure. You can find me, my online courses for authors. You can learn about my author coaching program, my book editing services, and basically my blog. Everything that I put out there, you can find at Book Boss Academy. Or like Rich said, there's a QR code. You can just hold your phone up to that screen and connect it right now. Click it and it'll take you directly to my website. I actually am taking free discovery calls now for anyone looking to hire an author coach. I can get you in first thing it's tomorrow and Starbucks is on me. Then if you don't mind, follow me at book boss official everywhere, but Twitter will connect there too. So scan that, get the, the phone out, make sure you do that again. We are here every Wednesday night to coach and equip you with media savvy skills in many different industry. Media is now the lead magnet that everyone needs to learn. We're here to help you shine on camera, shine on stage. And tonight we were all about the book authors. I hope you guys got a ton out of it. I see the people are enjoying this tonight. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Final words from our guest expert here tonight. Christina, what would you like to, to share? The land of plane on self-publishing and media. I guess the best way to land that plane is if this is what you really dream of doing, if this is the passion, if this is your dream, treat it like it's your dream and approach your author career the same way you would any other small business you were starting. Be intentional, be purposeful, make conscious decisions, and don't just throw spaghetti against the wall and see what sticks or 
put your book up and just hope that readers are going to magically find you because they won't. You got to put the work in. Love it. No more spaghetti slapped in the wall. No more. Be more intentional, leverage that media and get back out there. Christina K, thanks for being with us here tonight. Don't forget, we're here every week, Wednesday night, 7 o'clock Eastern time, we go live because we want you to shine. We, we really want you to succeed. It's not easy uh, to learn all this media thing. It's not easy to do this and really make things happen. One thing we are going to be doing is we have a new course ourselves. We're doing a master class at Rock to Stage Media, five weeks, and we're going to help you amplify, learn things. These social platforms are changing all the time. There's always new content, new tricks, new things to make you pop off the screen and really hit your mark. We're going to take a five-week journey together. Part of this is you also get free access to my open office hours exclusively for the members of this group. Also, when you scan the QR code, learn about the coupon that will save you $10 off the price. So instead of $95, it cuts you down to $85, five weeks, amazing content, and other experts are going to join in on the conversation as well. So get in this, learn how to leverage media better, even though you have a YouTube channel. Believe me, more more YouTube channels are going dormant. People are not maintaining them. They don't know some of the new tips and tricks. We're going to help you out. Zoom. You may think you know Zoom. We're going to show you more about Zoom. We're going to help you with some of the tools you have, not spend a ton of more money, not buy into a much more programs and add-ons and add-ons. We're going to help you elevate what you've already got, add more pop, more sizzle, and help you rock that stage. That's going to do it for tonight. Thanks again for being with us again. If you ever have any questions, you can always reach out rich at richbontrager.net. I still answer my own email, by the way. It all comes directly to me. I love connecting with you. So drop me a line, rich at richbontrager.net. Or you can also just simply visit rockthestagemedia.com. That's rockthestagemedia.com. We will see you back here next Wednesday, 7 p.m. Eastern Time. We go live.